I love you. Welcome back, all you couch potatoes, but specifically, you lady couch potatoes, because yes. it's uh, International Women's That's Month. That's right. I think it should be. Is it a month? They should get a whole a year, every day of the year, every year. That's true. Word yeah. up, word up. Women Yeah, rock. this is our... <laughs> they do, actually. They really do. They do. <laughs> yeah. right. This is our, our episode in celebratory of, of the woman. And, yes, uh, and one woman in particular. The woman king herself. The woman king, that's the, right. Viola Davis. But before we talk Viola Davis, allow us disgusting people to talk ourselves. <laughs> I am the Green Traveler from Gorge. <laughs> and I am the Faceless Leon, the stretchiest experiment on Earth. This is a podcast Ooh. about 2 uh, <laughs> be tv tv and movies and we're talking as we said viola davis got two movies uh to spotlight her prowess as an actor yeah most recently the uh the most recent person to be invited to the very very tiny group of egot winners right emmy grammy oscar and tony winners it's like i don't know i think she's number 19 Something That's like right. that. And we're hoping that this is a nice uh, little add to her celebration of that. And yeah, right? so today oh, we're going to talk goodness. about. Yeah, I know. I think we're both a little sleepy. I have not been sleeping very well this week. Oh, uh, she's the 18th. The 18th, 18th person. Oh, you just want Even smaller. You just want her to be the nineteenth. I'll, <laughs> I'll be. I'll be the nineteenth. Oh, I my, see. My, <laughs> eventually, uh, I will be an ego. Oh, dude, can you if, imagine me honest, winning? Though, honestly, though, imagine if Stephen King it, it becomes the nineteenth winner. That'd be pretty funny. That yeah, I doubt it, but it'd be funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't. I can't. Um, I can imagine. You know, if if ever I were to actually write. Uh-huh. To like actually get published and everything, I could imagine a future where it was possible, very, very, very slim, but possible that I could win an Emmy, Oscar, and a, a Tony because I can write stuff that I could see. win that. But a Grammy, you'd have to write a really very, good song. Yeah, it'd be very, <laughs> very uh, neat. Or I guess there is an audiobook version. There is an audiobook really? uh, category. I didn't know that. Yeah. Maybe I can win. Uh, maybe I can win best audiobook reading, <laughs> and it'll be read by me. What... Oh, okay. <laughs> then you would win it. But it's your book. No, I'm pretty sure that's how. I'm pretty sure that's how uh, Audrey Hep. Well, I think it's for the performance. Um, oh, I think that's what the the category is for. I'm not honestly sure. I don't know the Grammys of, of, of the four of those. I barely. Know I watch Grammys movies and, and TV Tony's. awards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> fucking please what are you talking about <laughs> but congratulations viola davis yeah i'm pretty sure that's how audrey hepburn became part of the the egot crowd the was because she uh I, I think she had an audiobook yeah mm. i think viola davis might have too honestly now that i'm thinking about it i think that might be how she well she's I, out there I thought listening maybe... to this and she's like no you fucking idiot <laughs> well i yeah we should have like, looked up why she has all these awards well, I mean, it's obvious why she's got all these awards. It's obvious yeah, it was an why she. It's obvious why she has these awards. But what we should probably talk about what 
gave her these awards. Is I just I, mean. I just found it. It was the audiobook narration of her 2022 memoir, Finding Me. Nice. Wow. That was how Viola Davis won her, her Grammy. See, there is a world where I could be an EGOT winner. It's not this. It's not in this universe, but in some multiverse out there, there is, you know. <laughs> so There's no... There's no possibility she also got the best actress for fences uh for oh, in a God. supporting yeah. role i haven't i haven't seen it yet i haven't excuse me goodness see b- before i go on i'm on new medication that makes me sleepy and also mm-hmm. makes me very gassy at times so i apologize listeners <laughs> out there if you hear me yawning or, or accidentally burping on because i'm not trying to well, we can cut but, the purples out. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've watched Fences, and, uh, you know, we're talking Ma Rainey's Black Bottom today. That's in the same grouping as Fences uh, for reasons I'll talk about. Oh, sure, um, yes. I guess the Tony, I guess she got a Tony for Fences as well. Hell yeah. Uh, let's see what else is here. How, how many have I, have I have gone checked off? The, the uh, we've done we three. Done she Emmys. won another Tony for something. Yeah, I don't know what her Emmy was for. Uh, Emmy you for How to Get Away with Murder, which is a television ah, show that okay. I keep on meaning to watch. So I've heard about it. I've heard about it. I didn't yeah. know that she has an honorary doctoral degree from uh, Indiana University. Well, <laughs> that's at look at that. She's a Hoosier. Oh. <laughs> She's a Hoosier. Look at Probably us. Probably not. Yeah, so, no, we've just gathered a lot of a lot of people. We we like to give celebrities. Oh, we sure do. Every now and then. I recall um, that both Meryl Streep and yeah, uh, Jonathan Banks, yeah, from Breaking Bad and other things, right? Received Mike Eagle Trout. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I remember his character name from Breaking Bad. I I forgot that it was Eagle Trout. That's such a. I think it's like Eagle. I think oh. I, I. I always say I always say Eagle Trout because it's easier for me to remember. But I do think it's like Eagle. That sounds a little more Euro- European for some reason. Yeah. God, I don't know why I remember his fucking character name. He was one of my favorite characters. I was there he for was cool. Meryl Streep's uh, honorary degree. That was fun to watch. Cool. Yeah. I um, that same you year know. took a <laughs> a class. <laughs> That focused on Meryl Streep, and we just watched nice. Meryl Streep movies once, once yeah. on Tuesday, and then the next Tuesday we talked about the movie, <laughs> and then we did that again. Nice, yeah, it was I good love class. That. <laughs> it would have been good to have a one for Viola Davis, but I think she doesn't have enough that she was the star of. Like Meryl Streep, you know, right. is well. For she one. gets every world. Yeah. yeah. Yes. The, the awards love her for some reason. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Well, she's the easiest one to nominate, you know, because she's yeah. in everything at least once a year and everybody loves her. But Viola Davis today, uh, let's let's go ahead and start with Ma Rainey. I'll go ahead and yeah. get out of my way uh, what I was talking about with fences. Um, long time ago, Denzel Washington was hired. Well, hired. He had a deal with uh, HBO. To make nine August Wilson plays. Yes. Two of those were Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and Fences. That deal fell through. It never happened. Uh, well, I guess it moved to moved to Netflix. Because um, that's where both of these films came out on. But, yeah, they're both plays by August Wilson. And both of them are adapted 
uh, well, Denzel just produced them. He didn't write them. This one, uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, was written by, for the screen, that is, by Ruben Santiago Hudson and directed by George C. Wolfe. And both this and Fences are, are brought in a very loyal adaptation. You know, it, it very much yeah. feels like a play. It does feel screen. like a play. Uh, it's also, this particular one really feels like a, uh, a chamber drama. There's a couple of scenes that are outside of the studio, but it all takes place in right. the studio. By the way, those nine plays that you're talking about, they're known as the, the Century Cycle or the Pittsburgh Cycle. And, uh, Ooh, yeah, it, it's it's all about the African-American experience uh, or, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, being black in the 20th century, really. And August Wilson did a great job, I think, capturing that. But yeah, I mean, I've only, I, I, I sadly don't get to see as many plays as I want to. I love plays. I love going to the theater. I don't typically have the opportunity to go as much as I would love to. But I have had the opportunity to see Fences, I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen Fences. I I know that I have, but if I haven't, I've definitely read it. Almost right. every single one of my classes wanted to study Fences. And I'm like, guys, this is a good play, <laughs> but I literally just read this last semester. Do I have to? Yeah. <laughs> it's heart-wrenching. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I know I've seen the movie. And this is my first uh, first introduction to Ma Rainey's uh, oh, Black Bottom. I never never seen it, never read the play, uh, but it's it's a very interesting and beautiful story. Beautiful in in terms of scope, not in terms yeah. of you know it's kind of a tragedy. Oh, definitely. Um, but it, it it takes place as you said, all in the studio. Basically, there there's some moments outside of it, but it's mostly just one very like turmoily, turmoily, tumultuous. I don't tumultuous, know. Tumultuous, <laughs> sure. Tumultuous, that's the word. Yeah, it's it's one of those, uh, it's, a, it's a bad, you know, recording kind of thing. They're trying to record an album for Ma Rainey, yes. uh, a famous Does she blues. blues, yeah, uh, old blues, yeah. and she um, is late, but the, uh, yeah, the yeah, band is not. Yeah, she's crazy late. <laughs> yeah. And she is... When you meet her, of course, Ma Rainey is played amazingly by Viola Davis. Uh, and when you meet her, she is very much a takes no shit from anyone kind of person. Oh, yeah. And and she's very, uh, you know, she, she she's very vocal, which is what you kind of expect from a singer, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, when she shows up, she is making sure she gets her way left and right. And if anybody... Oh, yeah. uh, Particularly the the recorders, uh, the the people running yeah. the studio. Who are they again? So I'm we have with all these names. Uh, Irving, uh, who's her manager, actually played by yeah. Jeremy Shamos and, um, and Mel Sturdivant. Sturdivant, yeah. yeah. Um, that's played by Johnny Cohen <clears throat> or Coney, probably yeah. Coney. Coin, I would assume. I think it's Coney, but I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly don't know. They're the only two white people. Any of in these people, film, I think. No, there's a couple yeah, police yeah, which officers is good. actually. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, there are some. But yeah, I, I really appreciate both of these films for their very predominant, not only black cast yeah. but uh, black creators. They have have oh, yeah. a lot of uh, black or African American creators working behind the behind the camera, which is you know fabulous. Uh, we'll talk more about that when we talk. Uh, the Woman King, because I think that's got a more 
it had more focus on trying to have a you know uh black creators and and yeah workers behind the camera i don't know so much about ma rainey's i just assume but yeah i uh, she takes no shit from anybody basically and she's like you know she shows up and they're just like all right ma you're like you know an hour or two behind you know we gotta get in the studio we gotta start recording and she's just like nah i need a coke first you know yeah, so well actually there's more to it my before contract then. yeah but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the best scene is like once they get prepared to start recording she's like where's my coke and they're just like well we don't have coke ma we just need, well, let's get this recording going she's like mm, no 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 i'm gonna go sit down so. over here yeah <laughs> i and just fucking love her attitude this one, she's just like nope fuck you yeah there's this one monologue that really like expresses her feeling towards it it's like these yeah. people they only see us as a commodity because they can sell records with our voices and our music on it. Yeah. As soon as we're done, they're not going to care about Ma Rainey. They're not going to care about you. So I'm going to get what I deserve while they're going to give it to me. Yeah. Her whole acting is phenomenal. I love Ma Rainey's attitude. Like, I mean, as the audience, I'm laughing quite often at, like, how she's acting, how she's throwing herself around, and, you know, how she's, you mm-hmm. know, really just pissing off Irvin and Mel. Right. Uh, you know, they're both just like, God damn it. All right, fine. We'll just do this for you. And I'm just like, this is good stuff. But at the same time, there is a there is a kind of a, a very sad underlying nature behind it all, you know, because, like, she's had a rough life. You know, even though she's gotten a lot of her way and everything, you know, she's had to work to get to that point. And then now she, she, you know, she's always fighting back. You know, she can never not fight back. Yeah, she she can't let up. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And and she's, she's also getting older. And so it's like, it's starting to wear on her more and more. mm -hmm. And she just doesn't want to, you know, show that too much. But at the same time, there's only so much she can do, you know? Yeah. But it. It's really well portrayed. Like you can really see it all on Viola Davis because like yeah. she's just she's fighting it, throughout the whole fucking movie. And it and as soon as she inter- is introduced, you as an audience member realize that at, especially at the time that it doesn't matter how much money a black person has in America, they're still mm-hmm. going to be the source of suspicion. Uh, if yeah. not more yeah. so, like where where did it come from? Is the question that right. the police officer asks about the car when she's introduced? Yeah, yep. yeah, yep. And that's like yeah, when she's yeah, because her uh, her nephew uh, Sylvester, played by Dusan Brown, he accidentally turns real quick into an oncoming car when he sees the the recording studio. And that's how you, that's how we uh, are introduced to Ma is, you know, the cops and everybody gathering around and they're, they're gathering around after an incident we did not get to see, which is Ma apparently shoved the driver of the car to the ground. Apparently. This is an accusation. Allegedly. Yes. Yeah. 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 uh, yeah, She's saying I never even touched them. Yeah. She does say that. (laughs) And, and. While I would uh, prefer to believe Ma Rainey, I also know that she has the personality that she is. She would push somebody yeah. to get in her face. For exactly. sure. <laughs> that's, that was, that's where I was coming at, too. Is it's just like, I want to be, be on her side, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, you might have showed the guy to the ground. Not that that's you know, worthy if of they, any kind of arrest. No, or it anything, should not like, be worthy of... And, and, you know, if it was between... 
a white woman and a white man, the cops wouldn't have done anything. They'd right. probably assume the Not white exactly. man touched her funny. Um, but yeah. I would hope. I would hope they would assume that, I mean. Yeah. But, but they don't. Know, who knows you anymore. know, they don't fuck. We don't fucking know. We only. We can only uh, assume what is in cop brain by cop behavior. So. Right. Yeah. And that doesn't bode well. No. Let's be honest. But yeah, the the cop there, you know, he's he's getting ready to make a whole scene. He's ready to rest on site. He's ready to you know take him to the pound and everything. But you know, Irvin comes out and he's just like, oh fuck, I gotta get this record going. You know, so yeah. Irvin, you know, he bribes the guy and and Ma just completely expected him to do that too. Like right. you know, that was I think that was kind of her end game was just to get him out there and like you know do your fucking job so I can get in there and record. Right. You know, get these cops out of here. She also makes Irving pay to fix the car, too. <laughs> That's right. That's right. She does. It's fucking gold, man. Yeah. But by the time she finally gets there, the whole band has been uh, down in the uh, in their, you know, in their room recording. And it's a shitty room. You know, it's of course, it's for. Uh, blacks only, I would assume, and it's just like you know they like it's it's really un underkept, like walls falling apart already. You know, it's a locker room too. I think it's just a like, place. Yeah, it's just a place to play, and and you know yeah. it being the twenties, like I don't, I think recording music in this way is only so old, like maybe 40, 50 years old. And right. uh, I'm sure, like the microphones and stuff, that's relatively new, and and all that. Yeah, um, yeah so that's fair. Yeah, so it might be some place that this studio is like, I need to buy some place cheap and gut it, and yeah, yeah make and, and, and that's possible. Yeah, so who knows? I, it, I don't. I just I didn't think think so. <laughs> I just, yeah, I guess I, I looked at it the worst that I could. But uh, that band includes, uh, you got Levy Green, played by Chadwick Boseman, amazingly played by Chadwick yeah. Boseman. I think this is his last role. It was at least dedicated to him, yeah. the movie was. Yeah. You also have, uh, I believe, Toledo, played by Glenn Turman. Yep. Uh, Cutler, by Coleman Domingo, and Slow Drag, Slow by Michael Potts. Slow Drag. <laughs> And you get a lot of beautiful... They're the basic... I mean, Ma, obviously, is a big focus for the movie. Um, but they're they're the uh, the other big focus, the band, because a lot yes. of the movie just takes place in that room where they're right. supposed to be pre preparing and, the music. And Ma Rainey gets mad a lot and storms off. Right. And we still just stay with the band. And, and you just get a lot of beautiful monologues, like, you know, play-style monologues where these characters explain their lives, their tragedies, their backstories, specifically Levy Green. Like, yeah. Levy is, uh, he's got his eyes set on the future, and yes. uh, he, is, he is really badly wanting to have his own record done with Mel and Irvin, and, you know, he's he's you know talking them up trying to get them to like let him do his own songs you know he, he had talked to them beforehand into doing his version of ma rainey's black bottom right which, which is, obviously pisses off ma rainey yes like <laughs> yeah like it, it's a downright a conspiracy yeah uh, behind her back and and yeah it pisses it really her is. off and she's like no i i even brought my nephew here uh sylvester uh to to do the opening even though he stutters worse than i do 
being yeah. the faces Leon. <laughs> right. Yeah, he he's got the uh, genuine stutter and yes. it's, it's you know, the whole band is kind of just like, "Oh man, we don't want him to start it because, you know, we're going to have to take like eight different takes right. before we can get it right." Especially the recording people are are like absolutely yeah. not. Cuz uh, and to be fair for them, like that is money cuz that's yeah. that's a record gone, which back in the 20s was probably quite costly for them right but, it probably costs five cents yeah <laughs> so true but at the same time it's ma rainey's nephew she ain't gonna back down from no. that shit he's gonna he's gonna do the line he'll get it right and when he does it'll be a damn good recording That's and right. you know she makes sure that it is a good recording the, the only problem is they didn't get the son or the nephew's uh vocals because the fucking microphone they gave him was shit. Yeah. Like, the, the cord so was frayed and everything. Oh, I felt bad for the kid in that scene. I did, too. But, oh, man, I really appreciated Ma Rainey's uh, interaction with Sylvester. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. When, when he first tried to do it, like, when he was rehearsing with Cutler, everyone in the band was like, oh, fuck no. No way. Yeah, yeah. Nobody but, was gonna give him a chance. Yeah, Ma Rainey just kept on encouraging him. She's she he he you know did not do a very good job in the first recording <laughs> or several recordings, but the first that we see, and she's like, "Very good, you got through it. Now let's do this. You can do it. Keep on going till you get yeah. it right." And uh, it was very yeah. encouraging. Yeah. Like and that's that. like that's one of the things I mean I my my like my interactions with with stutters is basically just through Stephen King novels because he mm-hmm. he has a lot of characters who do that. I think either he or his brother stuttered when they were kids. But like that's my only like introduction with that is is through Stephen King. And so it's like it's it's very from what I have read of that anxiety just makes the stutter yeah. worse. Yeah. And it was really nice that, you know, Ma Rainey was just like, you know, because she can be a very intimidating woman. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure Sylvester's intimidated by her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But it was it was really nice to watch her just, like, remove herself from yeah. him to allow him to just go, you know, because she, she, as you said, she encouraged him. And it was like, there, there was just, those were like the beautiful moments with Ma yeah. Rainey. Where like, you, when you got a peek at her, her true side. The side when she's not doing business. Which she kind of yeah, always exactly. has to be doing business, <laughs> right? Yeah, and, and it's it was really beautiful. I really did love those moments. Uh, the moments that were hard was her interactions with Levy Green, Chadwick Boseman, because yeah. you know she doesn't like that he is he is so set on himself, on his own future, right? But you learn through his monologues, through his backstory, and everything why he is that way. Yeah, and it's it's pretty fucking heart wrenching because oh, yeah. it's like he's had a really tough upbringing uh involving his you know i he, he didn't watch his mom get raped but i think he he li- had a he, he was in the house anyways yeah um, yeah he was in the house he might have seen it i don't remember yeah how, how his dad handled it and everything was like you know it's not i mean it is traumatizing but it's just like it, it really did affect his outlook on the world oh yeah and why he focuses so hard on himself and bettering himself so it's just like it's i don't know the story is so fucking beautiful because it's like there's moments where you're rooting for levy there's moments where you're like dude back off right you know yeah Chad, like, i mean that's all up to bozeman's performance too he's he's fabulous which, as well oh 
yeah. Him and him and Viola Davis together make this movie. I mean, it's it's already a good story yeah. in and of itself, but their performances just made this fucking story soar like crazy. It was so yeah. damn good to watch. What's two I mean, closing statements? Yeah, that's where I'm thinking I'm at. Like I. I really loved it. I love a good play. I love being enraptured by an actor's performance on the stage. And, you know, they George Wolf and uh, Ruben Santiago Hudson, the, the director and writer, respectively, they, they really did a good job at, you know, bringing that to the screen, making it a movie, and yet not too flashy that the play disappears in the, in the you know, the cinema of it. Mm-hmm. It really did just feel like a, a really good play performance i was fucking mesmerized throughout the whole thing specifically by chadwick boseman and viola davis like both of them are phenomenal and so like i give it four stars just because it's like that that was one of the best plays i've ever seen (laughs) that's that is fair it is a very good play i mean if we were talking just about the movie i think we would have gotten more into the the beef between toledo and levy um oh yeah like that's like just where that turns at the very end with is very yeah it's it's very much a stage play and and i want to yeah, go see yeah. it on stage now you know i i, I gotta right? say yeah, like yeah. the only century cycle uh i knew about the century cycle but the only one i had seen was fences and um hmm. or red so now i'm kind of more interested in reading the others maybe i did read one of the the ones that are set earlier i can't remember but whatever I give it a face and a half. I thought it was very good, superbly oh, yeah. performed. Everyone deserves the accolades they got for it. I honestly don't think they gave anything to Chadwick Boseman for this performance, and it, it's nope, a fabulous lost, performance. Yeah. So that's upsetting. I think he was nominated, but I'm not honestly okay. sure about that. Well, then sometimes that's just how it shakes out. But they get, didn't they give it to Heath Ledger? And I I don't know. I mean, that was a good Joker, and I don't want to speak ill of, you know, past performers, but, like, I thought this performance was really, really good. One of his best. Yeah. Uh, To be fair, I have not seen the movie that won. Um, So, he was was nominated with Stephen Yen for Minari, Gary Oldman for Mank. right. Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal and the winner Anthony Hopkins for The Father. Yeah, I've not seen The Father. Yeah, I've heard it's a damn good performance, but my God, Chadwick Boseman did amazing in this. He and did. Viola Davis was nominated for Best Actress as well, alongside Andrew Day for the, in the United States versus Billie Holiday, uh, Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman, Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman, and the winner. Francis McDormand for Nomadland. That was a very good performance, but it I, was. I, I would argue Viola really Davis good. was better. I think you might yeah. be right. Yeah. Well, you know, that's why we watch movies and where we don't give them awards because, uh, well, maybe we should because wouldn't we it be would nicer if we did? Yeah, we would, we do, would better. do better. We'd have to watch a lot more movies though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i mean not to not the shit on this year's oscars because they you know i feel like they did a decent job in regards to giving the awards out but like uh blanking on her name from black panther wakanda forever oh uh shit yeah me too 
and I was just talking about her earlier today. Angela. Angela. Angela Bassett. Bassett. Yeah. God. Yeah. Angela Bassett lost Best Supporting Actress to Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once. I love Everything Everywhere All at Once. It was my favorite movie last year. That said, Angela Bassett fucking made me cry with her She did make me twice. cry. Twice. Yeah. Twice. It was fucking phenomenal and then they give it to jamie lee curtis who i love i love right. jamie lee curtis they probably didn't but come the, on the, there's probably second uh, another motivation other than racism not to give it to her is probably because they didn't want to give marvel a, an oscar <laughs> yeah i don't i don't think they wanted to give the the oscar to a a superhero film yeah they don't like giving given the big awards to the superhero films they'll give them like costume and right, sound right. design yeah. and that kind of stuff like, let's let's avoid giving them the top you know top five big awards i'm just like fuck off like did i say that ma rainey's black bottom is a face and a half you did you did indeed. okay well it is thank you for bringing us back because i think it's time for a nice little soda pop break a nice little soda pop break yeah while we're taking that while we're getting our, our wet in our lips head on down to patreon.com slash green and faceless Check out our subscription tiers. You might like what you find there. You might you know? like that. And also, you could check out uh, our poll there for the potato pick. It's still up right now. I don't think it will be for much longer after this episode comes out. Oh, no. I, I closed it. I closed the April poll. You guys they lost closed the chance it. to vote on that. They closed yeah, it. It's you, done. Too slow. Just like me. Yeah, it's Heath. Yeah, we're getting a Heath Ledger uh, actor spotlight. I, I for, better close for the April. one on YouTube then. That was another place yeah. where you can vote. So next time the potato mm-hmm. pick comes around, we'll let you guys know, and you can vote on either yeah. Patreon or YouTube. Okay. And you better get out there and do it. Do it. All right. Soda Prop. Whoop. I love you. You think romance is getting Do you listen to the whole break when when it's your turn to record or to edit rather? Do you listen to the um, whole break? No, not usually. Sometimes I I mean I have to listen to parts of it because I, I can't shut up long enough to, you know, just keep dead silence. <laughs> So I have to listen to parts to, until we're like, oh, we're actually back. I got to, you know, yeah, yeah. that's where I got to come back in on. Yeah. Like that. Are we we're back? back in, right? Yeah, I think we're I back. Assume. <laughs> <laughs> That'll uh, confuse me. Or that, you. I will confuse all of us, including the potatoes. Welcome back. Yep. We are talking about the woman, Kane. Hey. Uh, so I... Oh, no, that's too bad. I, I do forget what the title of the actual Woman King... Look, they call it both things. It's a sacred title. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, apparently... Sadly, I don't remember that either. So, apparently in this uh, nation... Oh, gosh. Um, I looked it up, and I cannot pronounce it, I will tell you. Okay. It's uh, K-P-O-J-I-T-O. Cogito. That sounded like the, what they said. It's either the K is silent or the P is silent or neither of them is silent. Yeah, maybe you no say idea. them together. Um, yep. So 
Anyhow, <laughs> in this nation, which I also forget about what they're trying to Dahomey. In the Dahomey nation, they have this long tradition of having both a male king and a female king. Yes. Or a king and a woman king. And with the recent kings, King Gezo, in his father's reign, his father stopped doing that. And we find out in the background information that uh, King Gezo... Is it Gezo or Jezo? I honestly don't remember. Uh, it's played by John Boyega, though. Thank you. Which is lovely. Yes, and he does great. He, with the help of Naniska, who is a general of the Agoje, is that it? Agoji. Agoji. Agoje, or something. Yes. Uh, but anyways, that's Agoge, Viola. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's Viola Davis's character is Naniska, and she yeah. helped put Gezo on the throne. It, I don't know if that was he usurped from his dad or from his brother. I didn't quite catch that. Right. But yeah, I don't re- way, quite remember myself. He is interested in bringing back this tradition of the woman king, and there are whispers that it's going to be Naniska, but. Naniska, mm-hmm. she's pretty satisfied with being the general of the Agoje. And the Agoje, uh, they are they are a, a, an army of women. That's warriors, right. basically. Yes, and they are the king's guard too. I think they're one of the inspirations for uh, the Black Panther's Dora Milaje. I would think that would be true. Yeah, I, I did not hear that, but that makes a lot of sense. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. So that is what the title is referencing, the woman king. Uh, but that, honestly, I wasn't sure if that was ever going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this movie is like a, a sprawling epic. It's like, yes. you know, people, a lot of people compared it to the gladiator and it's very similar in like, in terms of like an action, but like watered down story of an epic yeah you know it's like it doesn't go as far as it possibly can go to be an epic but it does a lot but that's one of the that's one of the areas is it seems like there's like two very hard acts Mm -hmm. and like the first act is is like is there gonna be a woman king are we actually gonna get this and then the second act is like big crazy fight action like craziness and and story plot twists and stuff Really good war scenes, uh, really good fight choreography. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I love spear fighting, and they have these cool swords. Uh, man, it's great. Yeah. Uh, so if you're into it that, stuff. it's very worth watching for that. Uh, and, man, Viola Davis can move. Like, she goes up. Oh, my God, yeah. She goes up against the her rival character, who is uh, a general in the Oyo Empire. And he is the main Oyo that we come across. He is Abba Ade. Abba Ade yeah. is played by Jimmy Odukoya. He's he's pretty fucking awesome. For a second, I thought it was a really beefed up Daniel Kaluuya. Okay? Uh, and, and maybe that's not okay, but I did. Uh, but then I looked <laughs> it up. And anyways, Jimmy, you d- did a great job uh, playing this character who is really honestly vile <laughs> just the worst yeah. he is uh he's not only a slaver he also is he's a rapist and that's a yeah. big part of uh Naniska's trauma she was <clears throat> a part of the agoje 
and got abducted. And uh, along with his men, they, you know, they hurt her in this very vile way and just over and over again until she was rescued. Yeah. And that like really drives her to kind of break from her very disciplined, her usual way of life because he shows up. He shows up and he's the one that's demanding tribute, which is an arrangement that's been going on for quite some time between yeah. these two nations. That's part of the, uh, this film, this film got a lot of like, when critics were reviewing it, one of the things they focused on a lot was the, you know, the historical inaccuracies. From what I, from what I can remember, the Dahomey uh, kingdom did contribute to slavery which was a common thing back in which the, they in the 1800s. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and but from I guess like maybe they never like stopped doing that. I can't remember, but this film takes a very strong stance where John Boyega, uh King Gezo or Jezo, yes. um him and Aniska both want to stop yes. the the contribution to slavery. Yeah, they to, and, and to they American want American slavery. Also the port that they uh work out of because it is, you know, it is pretty near to the modern era. It's only 200 years ago. They are trying to still be a global nation, you know, have trade uh, in some capacity. Uh, they, they even have Portuguese people come at some point, uh, these being Portuguese Brazilians. The one is a captain. Let's see if I can't find his name. Uh, he matters a lot less than uh, the other one. <laughs> so uh there look for the portuguese names greg you know what portuguese names look like I, I me, don't. Either. <laughs> me either <laughs> so it might be easier for oh 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 i do remember oh i think i found them i believe the captain's name was uh santo fiera and that's played by hero uh fianes tiffin and he has brought along Jordan Bulger's character uh, named Malik. Ah, and yes. Malik is half Domaha? That's not right. Why can't I get this name? <laughs> <laughs> what is the nation's uh, name? Uh, Dahomey. Uh, Dahomey. Okay, he is yeah. half Dahomey. Remember, remember the chant. Dahomey! Dahomey! Yes. That's how I remember it. Okay. That, well, I remember Agoje. They they were chanting oh, that right, too. Yeah. Okay, but don't that, they might it have rhymes. actually just it been rhymes. A, no, I, I'm now thinking maybe they were just a chanting Agoje. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to remember Dahomey uh, now because I've said it a couple. I times. I was in a bit of a medicinal fugue state because of my new drugs that I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I'm also just you know have a really hard time understanding words when they're vocalized at me it doesn't yeah. even have to be different languages english words That's That's have, like ones that i just haven't <laughs> heard before i'm like what are you saying <laughs> if it's more than like five syllables i'm like there is no way this is a word <laughs> <laughs> juxtaposition what the what fuck, the is fuck that? are you talking about <laughs> So there, uh, yeah. So that's the whole thing with the Oya. 
Oyo, uh, and and I guess I was talking about these Portuguese uh, Brazilian guys. Right. Anyways, they want the Dahomey to trade with them. This being uh, yeah. Santo, anyways. Malik is just there to to visit Dahomey, just just yeah. because it was his mother's dying wish. Doesn't he become part of that that love interest? He does. It, it, for the plot purposes, he does become Nawi's uh, yeah. love interest. Now Nawi is a young Dahomey. A woman who whose parents just give up on her, and this is, I guess, a semi-common thing. And just like you're a goje now, I give you to the king. And uh, she is met behind the woman palace. This is where the uh, a goje stay. No men are allowed, uh, unsupervised or after dark, or to even look in there too. Yeah, yeah. People aren't supposed to look at. Not even the women, though. Nobody. The king has decreed yeah. that the women. Nobody's supposed to look at the Agoje. Yeah. And I think that it's something to do with uh, them being women and not wanting uh, them to flirt with people and stuff like that. And uh, Nawi actually brings this up. It's pretty interesting. That's played by uh, Thuso Mbedu. She 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 talks about this. Actually, she brings it up. It's like. The men warriors, they marry and have families. Why can't we do the same thing? And uh, I don't know if it was Naniska or one of the other uh, elders of the group that made them sound really old. They're not. (laughs) 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 One of the elite members of the Agoje say say something about like, you know, well, if you become pregnant, you're out. That's one of the rules. But also like. You know, you can't fight while you're pregnant, or at least late term. Right. Anyways, let's talk about real quick the other two important Agoje. There's uh, Izogi, yeah. played by Lashana Lynch, and Amenza, played by Sheila Atom. And uh, they're yeah. both phenomenal actors and characters. Oh, yeah. Uh, just yeah. great. And the relationship between izogi and nawi is so great like it's like a a big sister little sister relationship you know yeah yeah i loved it it was so good and the relationship between amenza and naniska viola davis's character was also very good so amenza is she's technically an outsider she's a goje but she was not born Dahomey. So when she came in, I, I believe it was stated that Naniska was like one of the few people who accepted her. So that's why she is like her closest confidant and lieutenant. And she also does these uh, this these seeing things, uh, this like ritual. <laughs> and she's like, oh, don't get the nuts, this being Viola Davis. <laughs> like, don't get the nuts. It's like the funniest part of the show for me. Yeah, yeah. I love I love their interactions. Like, the, the, there's a little, there's really good chemistry throughout everybody on this oh, whole yes. uh, yeah. area, which is interesting because it was one of those post COVID productions that got interrupted by COVID. Wow. Like, you know, I don't think like they, they were shut down like during you know like you know when when they, everybody had the shutdowns throughout the world. But I think mm-hmm. um, I think members of the cast got COVID. Oh, and that no. stopped production for a little while. So normally, you know, normally if you have that kind of a, a disjointed yeah. you know, period of recording, things can feel disjointed. But, you know, 
I think the chemistry was pretty I, on yeah, point for most of these characters. I would say so, yes. I thought, you know, for it, it could have just easily have been an action movie and, right. uh, you know, still been cool, uh, like a Wonder Woman-esque movie. But, like, the fucking acting and character work is just really good. Like, yeah. every character seemed fully re- realized, even the 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 brazilian captain like he he had a very small role but you know and he was kind of cruel and twisted and very much a slaver uh through and through right definitely saw black people as lesser than uh but he also at the same time is childhood's best friend with malik and uh has brought him along as a favor uh, to see his home, his you know ancestral homeland. Not to spend too much time on on the those two characters, but I did just out of happenstance find out that the guy who played the the captain Santo Ferreira, uh, yeah, the, the actor, sorry, his hero Tiflin, yeah. Uh, apparently that was that was young Lord Voldemort in the movies. <laughs> was it <laughs> Tom Riddle? <laughs> was, yeah, he apparently played the eleven-year-old, eleven-year-old uh, Tom Riddle in, in Half Blood Prince. That's hilarious. Uh, so you're right, <laughs> so though. We weird. should get back to Viola Davis. What else should we say about Viola Davis's performance? Um, well, I mean, specifically of her performance, it's, I mean, it's just incredible because, uh, not to, again, we don't want to make it sound like Viola is old because she's not old. Right. Um, but when you're an actor and I mean, I would assume she's in her fifties. I don't know. Yeah. She's 57. When you're, you know, when you're 57, the amount of like action that she does yeah. is incredible. And she looks great too doing it. Like she, yeah. she really got, she looks so like, strong. So fucking so intimidating strong. throughout the whole yeah. thing. Like where Ma Rainey is very intimidating and in her way. Yeah. Like General Naniska is intimidating just standing there. Yes. Like I mean, both of them. Both of them are intimidating when they're quiet and staring at you. Like if, uh-huh. if you were being stared uh-huh. at by both of these women, you'd be like, "I'm so sorry, I didn't mean it." Yeah. But like, but there is General Naniska so has like a power. "I will kill you" energy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So much power behind it. <laughs> I feel like Ma Rainey's is more like I'm fucking Ma Rainey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they both had to they both had to fight for their places in life. That's but right. Like, Naniska literally had to fight, like yeah. war war fighting. Yeah, and is good at it. But I, I also just like not even specifically focusing on Viola Davis. I want to you know shout out uh, the director Gina oh, yeah. Prince uh, Bythewood. Bithwood, um, sorry, I'm totally butchering that name. I have no I idea who this woman is. No, I've never heard. Bithwood, yeah. I looked up her filmography. I sadly have not seen a lot of her movies. Um, like, you know, her first movie was. A, I have uh, heard of Love and Basketball. Yeah, that was her first one. I've never heard of that. Yeah, we had it, but I, I never watched it for some reason. Huh. Well, I mean, like, I'm looking at her, like, filmography, and I don't know anything except for The Old Guard. And the only reason I know about The Old Guard is it's written by Greg Rucka, who is one of the um, defining writers of Wonder Woman, you know, back in the 90s. And, uh-huh. and even recently, he, he had another run on Wonder Woman. And, like, if you were to – I only know this because, I you know, I love comic books. I read comic books. If you were to ask pretty much anybody, like, what's the best – you know, what are the, you know – 
top three best runs of Wonder Woman, at least one of those from every single Wonder Woman fan is going to be Greg Rucka's run in the 90s on Wonder Woman. Like, the man, that's the only reason I know the old guard is because I, I know the writer. Didn't know she was the director. Now I want to see it because well, the way she... All I'm, all I'm really getting at is it doesn't seem like she's ever helmed an epic film before. And, like, you can kind of see that in, in this movie. Oh, there are man. moments where it's like, it could have been more epic here. You could have been more epic here. But I don't fucking care because she really it's did a damn really good job good delivering job, an yeah. epic. I, yeah. I think that the only thing that would have made it more of an epic for me was more passage of time. But you have the right. back, the the back flashes, flashbacks. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> Both uh, work. Both you know, work. also you have this moment where you watch Nawi get stronger through the training and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, there's also even some really cool cinematic shots. Uh, there's one in particular. Yeah, she really did a good job. Yeah, there's one in particular. I believe it's. Uh, uh, Naniska who runs out and is crying, but it might be Nawi. I can't remember. Uh, but they right. they they're at the corner of this this you know red clay building and they zoom out and it's just oh man, I love that shot. I thought that was really it's, good. Yeah, I thought they could a live in it a little bit more. And maybe that's what it yeah. is. Maybe they could have lived in their great cinematography more. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, shout out to Polly Morgan though. That was another thing I wanted to give a, a shout out to. Um, uh, Gina Bla- Gina Prince Bythewood, the screenplay writer Dana St- Stevens, as well as Maria Bello, who had the you know she helped with the story idea of it, but they really badly wanted to focus on, as I mentioned earlier, a black cast and a black crew, and like the one thing I remembered reading about when I was you know back when this movie came out last year because I, I watched it and I think I pitched it for um, Bangers and Hash if we were doing mm-hmm. it at the time I can't remember. But uh, the one thing I remembered was they wanted to focus on a black crew because if you get resumes from a lot of people of color in the entertainment industry, those resumes are short because they're not getting the same opportunities that, you know, white people are getting. And so that's why they wanted to focus on a black crew. And I think Polly Morgan was one of those, like one of those people who they, they, you know, they got the resume and everything. And it was like, this is the woman for us. And she fucking killed it. Like her cinematography yeah. was great. It was awesome. And I, like, I'm curious, I'm curious how big her filmography is too. Cause well, I was looking at, uh, Gina Prince Blythewoods oh. and it isn't very long either, unfortunately. And like, oh, yeah. it seems to be a lot of periods where she is not getting projects. And I hope that changes because this was an amazing movie. Yeah, Polly Morgan does have a decent uh, filmogra- uh, filmography. It's it's not a lot of films, but you know enough. And I've definitely seen A Quiet Place Part Two. She did that, and also I've heard of Where the Crawl Dad Sing. I never watched it, but I heard about that. Um, so it's like it seems recently she's getting more and more. So that's good. So but, yeah, my crazy battery, shout out to the cast and crew. Will die soon, so we should probably do closing statements. That's fair. Yeah. Um, as far as epics go, I think this is a fine one. It's not great. You know, there there are moments where it's a little dumbed down, and I'm just like oh, a little watered down, I guess. And like the story has so many textbook elements like we were talking earlier about the the relationship between no i lost the cast izogi um yeah yeah izogi and nawi and everything i called like once their relationship took off 
I called everything that was going to happen to it within, you know, five minutes of it happening, of, of them becoming friends. I was this like, okay, fair. this is exactly what's going to happen with their friendship. And everything that I called happened. It's very textbook. That's not a big deal. I really didn't no. care. This was last year. I, I, I pulled out my notes to look at how I thought felt coming out of the theaters. And my top note is, haven't been that pumped leaving the theater in a while. And it's fucking true That's still. Fair. Like on rewatch yeah. it, even though I was in a fugue state, I really enjoyed the fighting. The fighting's great. Cinematography's great. Directing, acting, all of it's beautiful. Um, I think it's a little weird that everybody keeps comparing it to Gladiator. It's probably just the best comparison, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Like, because it it is it is an epic, but it's very much a the cinema flashy epic. Yeah, and I would give that to Gladiator too. Yeah, and I give it I give it three and a half stars. You know, it could have been better. Could have been more epic, but I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I think it was better than Gladiator too. I really don't remember Gladiator, if I'm being honest. I, I, I know I've seen it like four times. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it four times, and I can tell you who's that. in it and certain things that happen. But you know, the the thing that stands out the most is Joaquin Phoenix giving me a thumbs down. Like that's all I can really remember. <laughs> the truly. computer meme. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I, it's another face and a half movie for me. And I, and I will say like, you know, you might've said as an epic, it maybe isn't the best epic, but it's the best epic I've seen in a long time. It's really, that's fair. It's, I, I was really pumped by it. And, uh, yeah, I, it's just another one that I thought the performances were amazing. And, Right. It's a completely different movie than Ma Rainey, so it's it's hard to yeah. say it who really is. I might say would win, but I I don't know. I think I just had more fun with the Woman King, so That's and, and just the performances I'm, are pretty damn equal. I think. Yeah, I'm giving it to Ma Rainey just because I love that theater aspect more. Yeah. And I feel like I was more mesmerized. It's also shorter. Um, <laughs> there was <laughs> no like three endings to the to the Woman King. To be fair, yeah, yeah. But like as as you said, both both performances are equal because Viola Davis is a fucking talent, man. Yes, like goddamn powerhouse. I love her. Yes. Uh, congratulations again on your uh, vast achievement throughout the years. Yeah, and. Uh, Getting you on got, that very exclusive list. Uh, and, of course, for your upcoming Waller TV show. I'm very yeah. excited for that. <laughs> there we go. We'll watch that That's together mild. when that, that comes yeah. along. Uh, That's mild sarcasm because uh, <laughs> as much as I love Viola Davis, like I, the Suicide I, Squad I thought, stuff. Yes. I thought that she was a very good choice. Oh, she's an for, amazing Amanda Waller. Yeah, Amanda yeah. Waller. But it was just True. like, also, they keep on bringing her in to do it. And it's like, yeah, they're not actually doing anything with the character, though, at the same time. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully with the TV show, they actually do something with her. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And with James Gunn in charge of everything. So we'll see. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Okay. Uh, I think that. God. <laughs> was the show uh we hope you enjoyed it out there viola davis if you're listening uh yeah i, I really hope so that'd be hilarious i do you're welcome on the show anytime if anytime. you want to just <laughs> anytime i don't that know you why you want to hang out with us anytime that you want to tell us that we we shouldn't be talking about black people at all you're welcome to <laughs> 
That's the truth. Or women. Or women. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, though. We love you all, Couch Potatoes. It's always fun. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faceless Leon. Safe travels and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of FictionWorks 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.